Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Cult Divinity Lost role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is The Black Madonna. It's available from Helmgast. I am the Game Master, and this is Episode 3. Our recap will be given by David Gassaway as his character, Dietrich Zimmerman. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? Thanks, Tom. <clears throat> Notes for the morning of September 18th, after the golden plaque. We were all too sick, after all, to make our lunch with Magda. I wonder if she would have been there. The timing is still blurry to me. When we could pull ourselves together enough to enter the world again, we met instead with our mutual friend, Irina Adler. She hasn't been unwell. Adler described some of Magda's difficulties, including time in an East German prison, and encourage us to take her key and check Magda's apartment. The group of us, I realize, is a little strange, all of us perhaps a bit visionary. I tried to peer beyond the veil, and it seemed to me that all of our flesh was modeled, every one of us, and that something squirmed beyond, like a great vile coffin worm. We found Magda's flat empty. She seems to have left quickly. She's abandoned work and ignored calls from an increasingly frantic and paranoid Philip, the ex-husband. We took the liberty of going through her recent mail. There are threads there to follow. Who is Pyotr and what is the meaning of the scrawled postcard, I saw him? We also found a stack of her journals and took them with us. One alludes to rituals and responsibilities with a group she calls only S.A. With members including Sasha and Anton, were they the men with Philip? The most recent entries describe dreams like the ones we're having and her deepening, even suicidal distress, which she hid from us at the gala. Did she infect us intentionally? We've also taken a ring of her keys. We think we know some of them open and we've come back to Berlin. The itching just worsens. Magda described boils. The nightmares gotten worse too and it hurts now. So much pain. Today we shall visit Magda's Berlin flat. I fear what we will find. And so we've all returned to Berlin. The Brandenburg Gate, a monument to peace, is once again accessible to all Berliners. Lights illuminate the four-horsed chariot against the night sky. The divided city is restored. The Germany is whole once more. Yet the scars from the Berlin Wall that once tore the city apart are slow to heal. Many sections of the Berlin Wall that once, I'm sorry, many sections of the abomination still stand as grim reminders of the nightmare the city lived through. 
Nowhere in the country is the contrast between the former West and East Germany more evident. The Western city features modern facilities, shopping galleries, and luxury boutiques selling Estia Lauder. The Eastern city is dominated by Stalinist architecture, crumbling infrastructure, and antiquated factories forced to shutter, unable to completely uh, to compete economically. Money from the West pours in to revitalize the Eastern sections, but the extra taxes instituted to pay for the renewal generate significant resentment among the Westerners against their Eastern brothers and sisters. Berlin is a microcosm of 1991 Germany, the beginnings of a new future together. You've arrived back in Berlin. You've probably all gone to your houses or flats. Um, you've rested for the evening, not so well, with nightmares. Now it's the morning. Um, what are you all planning on doing today? Say it's uh, 8.30 a.m. Meet somewhere. Well, I assume that uh, Zelma has classes today, and so I'll go and um, check on the shop and give instructions to the fellow who's uh, keeping it open for us before we meet up. I assume we'd set a time, maybe 10 or 11. What's, um, what's your employee's name? Uh, Jakob. Uh, Jakob. Fleischmann. Um, he'll he'll take care of it. Not a problem. Uh, so, what did you say? Nine thirty, or so? You're going to meet at a common location. All right. We'll just say that you meet at a common location. Um, you're not exactly sure how. Dieter got the message since he had vanished, but Dieter's there looking over his shoulder every five minutes. Uh, what do you what do you know about the neighborhood uh, on Liebnitzstrasse that uh, Magda's apartment is in? Is it a commercial district? Is you know, are we meeting in a coffee shop down the street, or is she in the hills? You know, do is there any? If it's there is a, something, it's a it's a fairly decent neighborhood. Much nicer, of course, than East Berlin. Yeah, so we probably meet at a public place just so that you know we're together when we go to the flat. Right. Um, so you head on over to uh, where Magda's uh, apartment should be. Magda's uh, apartment is a seven-story tenement. Uh, looks like it was built maybe in the 1920s with dark, heavy stones. Um, the angular, it's angular in design. The, biz, the building has small windows and was recently renovated with a yellowish-gray facade. 
It was constructed around an inner courtyard with a bicycle shed and laundry room. Its yard is paved over with bridge stones and has a few poorly tended trees and scattered junk. Small cast iron street lights weakly illuminate the yard once it goes once it gets dark. Uh, there's a main gate, and the main gate is locked. But it does look like there are people living here. It's just security. There is a there is a phone with uh, people's names on it. Mm-hmm. One of them is Magdorlova. We we um we did pick up some keys as well, didn't we? Yes, and one of them fits the key the gate. I, I do hope we're going to find her there. Should, should, should we should we not um, ring just as a courtesy? Oh, of course. I don't think yes. she'll answer. But All right. Uh, you ring. It rings a couple of times, but there is no answer. I don't like this. Everyone just please be careful. Where have you been anyway, Dieter? Like you didn't you didn't meet up with us the, with us the other day. I uh I think I am being followed, so I uh, I made my own way back so you guys were not interrupted. Mm-hmm. But please be careful. I do not know if they have caught back onto my scent. Um well. May I ask if you've uh, also continued to have uh, difficult dreams? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. But very difficult. And that does not help my current situation. (laughs) All right. Well, probably most of what we were looking for was in the Hamburg flat but we might as well see if there's any sign of having been here she mm. she took luggage away so she didn't come here well let's see um is there any sort of uh, internal map so that we know and i assume with was yeah there's there's a, a room down there. right you said it was seven apartment. stories but what floor is she on she is actually on the first floor oh first floor england Oh, she's on the ground floor. Sorry. <laughs> ground floor. All right. Um, good. Uh, anybody hanging out in the courtyard? Uh, nobody. Also, you good. can hear noise, you know, coming from sure. around. There's probably pigeons and laundry and things. Pigeons but... and laundry, and there's there's noises. Somebody's playing music, not too loud, but it's up a, up a couple stories. And... I was just worried about the two ladies, like, you know, standing with their mops, staring at a bunch of strangers coming in and going into an apartment. And yeah, that. you don't you don't notice that. So what would you like to do? You know, we'll knock on the door once or twice just to be polite, but I don't okay. think we're fine her. You go up and you knock on the door. Um, You think 
once you do that, that you do hear something inside, it sounds vaguely like moaning. Um, somebody come over. Let me have a uh, listen. Maybe um, she's gotten worse. Uh, Petra, why don't you call? I think you know. Magda? Magda? There's, there's no answer, but you do also think that you hear somebody, you know, making a, a distressing sort of, uh, uh. Oh, she doesn't sound good. We should, we should go. We should yeah, go, let's in. go in. Yes, yes. yes. That, All right. Uh, the, the key works on the door. You've got a key for the door. Uh, you open the door and much like her Hamburg apartment, it's, it's in disarray. There's stuff all over the place. Um, it, it, it's obvious that uh, uh, she's she's brought uh, the suitcase inside with her clothes, and it's opened and half strewn across the room. And there's a a strong smell of uh, that perfume that she wears. Um, uh, you're in a uh, uh, like a, an entrance hall, uh, and I'm just going to assume that you you go on through. You can see that there is a kitchen directly ahead of you, uh, and then there's a hallway to your right, uh, and that leads into a study. You can see there's uh, uh, books and magazines and things and you know, bookshelves, and there's a computer on the desk and and so forth. Uh, there's a bathroom, uh, which once again shows traces of vomit and uh, various medications strewn across the floor. And there's a bedroom. The bedroom door is open. And as you're approaching, you can see that Magda is wrapped in a bathrobe and she is lying in bed. Um, she appears to be either asleep or delirious. Um, tossing back and forth and muttering things. Some of it sounds Russian, some sounds German, uh, but it's just garbled nonsense. Um, her skin, she's bloated quite badly, and there are boils all over her arms and legs and feet and uh, onto her face. And as you're looking, you can see that the boils are uh, semi-translucent and that there's something inside them like worm or maggot or something with little black heads sort of squirming around. And she is obviously in a great deal of pain and agony, but she's delirious. Uh, I'm, I'm going to find her phone and call a hospital. Okay. And call a hospital or call an uh, ambulance? You know, I don't... Equipment. Yeah, I mean, I don't think 911 systems existed yet, so I think you called the nearest hospital. I mean, you be wrong about that. Yeah. You called the operator and told them you had an emergency. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm doing a first search of the 
like fur. I will because right. I'm paranoid anyway, so I'm just doing for right. checking under the lights, everything. Dietrich, <laughs> you managed to get a hold of the operator. She patches you through to the emergency. Um, they're going to send an, uh, an ambulance immediately. Thank you very much. We'll be so waiting. You have, you have about 10 minutes probably before they arrive. Um, Dieter, you said you're looking around for what? People? Uh, people. I'm also checking like uh, around light bulbs and stuff for anything. No, like you're, you're looking for spy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have so. an answering machine here? Um, there is an answering machine, but it's, uh, it's unplugged. Uh, where are you guys looking around? I mean, if you guys are going to look around, where do you look around? Where do you stay? I'm, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to concentrate on, on, uh, staying with, with Magda. Okay. I'll be I'm checking Magda's room first, because... You're in there. Con- yeah. Yeah. That's where I'll be checking. So. Okay. You can also see that um, a couple of other things that I forgot. Uh, you can see that she's been scratching herself. You know, there's obviously scratch marks all over her. Um, this room also has a strong smell of incense. And when you look over, she has a little uh, incense thing and a candle lit. Uh, in front of an icon of the Virgin Mary. Um, so you're going to look around. She have, you said she had a study? Uh, yeah, kind of the middle of the room is her uh, office study, if you will. Okay, I um, want to look through her through that. All right. Uh She's got a desk. There's an old Apple Macintosh Plus. Uh, uh, there's a corkboard with notes and dates. But the, the newest one that you can find of her notes is about six months old. Uh, there are bookshelves on the wall. Um, half, of the, half of their contents is missing. Uh, they mostly contain literary and cultural history magazines. Um, none of them are more recent than half a year ago. The office appears relatively clean and tidy, uh, but it's more like as if no one has used it for a while. Uh, she also has a number of periodicals. Uh, one of them is there are 11 years worth of a periodical called the Slavic Forum. Uh, and, but the most recent issue, the most recent issues are present, but uh, the 17 years between 1972 and 1989 are missing. Uh, who, yeah, Dieter, you're looking around the bedroom. Gosh, I, I, see, I, I still want to say, do a spot hidden for me. <laughs> no. I, I, may, if, I may do a perception, because I feel like... Okay, investigate. Do, a, do a perception. 
Yeah, you can do an investigate. Do an investigate. I always forget that. Uh, yeah, yes. My my perfect investigation. Let's see how this goes. I don't think a four is gonna cut. Okay. It just means that you're looking around the room and you're looking for bugs and things and you don't find any. Um Dieter, well, I mean, Dieter, what are you up to? I want, I'm going to go into the bathroom and look for a clean cloth and run cold water over it. Okay. And take it into Magda and put it on her head. Okay. I, we need to get, uh, there are things that only she can tell us. And if, she, if we can't bring her around before the medics come, we're not going to have another chance, I think. Uh, I wonder if I should try to act under pressure in this regard or if there's something more appropriate. Um, I think, I think it sounds, what you're talking about sounds just completely reasonable. That's whatever anybody would do. The only thing you really notice in the, the bathroom is that the bathtub is half filled with cold water and soap. Um, and it reeks of the perfume. But you you easily find some clean towels and get them wet and bring them in. And um, when you when you touch her with them, um, she reacts because it's cold. Uh, unless you warm up the water. Uh, but in any case, she's she it's she she reacts as if it hurts. You know where you're touching her with it, um, and as you're looking. You begin to notice that these things, these maggots or whatever they are inside of these boils, they seem to be reacting to your shadow or to the light. They don't like the light as much. They like, uh, they're, they're, they move around uh, if the light's too bright on them. And does she feel hot? I can um, only assume that she's she feels She feels actually clammy. Oh, all right. Um, are, are there some curtains I can open? Um, yes. And I shall. I shall bring in as much daylight as I can. Uh, when you do that, when you open up the curtains and bring in the daylight, um, she actually reacts worse. She begins to shake violently, and you can see the little worms inside of her are not liking it. I'll pull it closed. I can't torture her. John, what are you doing? I'm kind of perversely fascinated by this, um, thinking that I'm more interested in what's going on with her and waiting to see if she has a moment of lucidity or wakes up at some point. So I'm probably with, uh, with the professor and Dietrich, either in the doorway or in the room watching her. Okay. Do a perception roll. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, 12. As she sort of is flopping around now because of the, the sunlight, sort of the, the bed sheets sort of uncover a book that she was reading. It's unusual looking uh, until you pick it up. Um, 
not sure if you recognize it, but uh, it the the genre is not entirely unfamiliar to you. Oh, ah, oh, by our good friend Mr. Kramer. Yes. Um, and it looks like it's well worn, and she's been reading through it. Um, some of the pages are dog-eared, so forth. Hmm. Black Sun Publishing. Have I ever heard of Black Sun Publishing? Not really. You think they're a foreign, foreign probably, although they're located in Berlin. Um, some of the dog-eared pages. Um, she seems to be focused in on the idea of cursing somebody through their dreams. That people can become cursed by evil people by damaging their dreams. It's like she was trying to figure out what was going wrong with her. I have a feeling I'm going to read that book. Yeah, see, well, uh, at least someone's got her eye on. Uh, someone's got their eye on her. I'm going to sit and flick through this and see if I can work out what she found. You can hear the uh, sirens coming. Uh, does anybody else want to do anything? Look around. Yes, I was going to. I was also going to look around, maybe through her um, luggage that she brought with her and just kind of okay. poker. I don't want to be near her because that is frightening to me it's, so <laughs> it's pretty horrible um and it seems to be escalating it seems to be getting worse even as you're gotcha. you're standing there okay um you look through her luggage and you don't find anything of any value i mean it's just stuff she sort of threw into a, a suitcase to hop on the train and come here uh but nothing else doctor okay, professor um, uh, Oh, Can I make a read a person role? Sure. Who, who do you want to read? I would like to read Magda. Ah. ah. Um, I have rolled four. Ah. Ah. You accidentally reveal your own intentions to the person you're trying to read. Well, that doesn't really work. <laughs> but you can reveal to me what your intentions are. Actually, well, I was, I was um, trying to find out what she would wish me to do. Ah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not particularly disguising the fact either. So right, she seems almost oblivious to your guys's presence. Um, you hear the ambulance pull up outside, and the paramedics. Uh, come rushing out. Um, they can see the door open. They can see you standing there. So uh, they come rushing in. Where's the Where's the patient? Through here. Through here. Quick. Um, so they immediately come in, and um, you notice them uh, step into the room. Uh, one of them goes over to the other side of the bed and takes her blood her uh, pulse, and uh, he puts the blood pressure thing on her. Uh, checks her eyes. Um, uh, 
she seems to be having some, she seems to be having a, a heart attack or something like that. So they work on her for a few moments and they're going to take her to uh, the hospital, which is, um, Let's memorize. Uh, Max, hospital. Uh, Max Berger Hospital. Yes. Do they make any kind of indication that they can actually see? these wounds and things moving around in them? Because I would have thought that they would have been taken aback by them rather than going straight for doing her pulse. They don't seem to notice them. Okay. Uh, would, uh, uh, would one of you accompany us in the ambulance? One of your, your relatives? Or? Um, well, well I'll, yes, yes, I'll... I'll um... I'll stay with her, yes. yes okay. So you climb into the uh, ambulance with them as they transfer her body there. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll ask um, one of them if, if they've got some, some rubber gloves. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I, 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 I think it'd be right to hold her hand, but I'm worried that it might be infectious. The, um, by now, the other tenants in the apartment building uh, have gathered around. Um, one of them looks like she might be the landlord, and she's, uh, who are you people? Why are you in Magnus' apartment? How did you know? Whatever. She starts to ask, ask a lot of questions. Uh, so I'll... Um... Now, I'll walk kind this of to Like, look, we're just, uh, we're friends of hers. Uh, we knew that she, uh, we were at the Golden Plaque Awards. We knew that she was unwell and we wanted to check on her. Um, What's we wrong with her? We don't know. Um, we don't know, but she's uh, been, uh, the, the paramedics thought it uh, best to take her to the hospital. So whatever it was, it was pretty serious. So I'm glad that we, that we decided to check in on, on our friend. She she gave us the key when we were all in Hamburg, and I'm going to go inside and pack a small bag for her for the hospital so that okay. she has something when she's released, I say. And then I go and look for anything inside the apartment regarding SA. All right. Well, in that case, do a... Uh, do an investigate. Yeah. One, uh, 12, 13. You may ask one question. The information comes at a cost, right? What's your question going to be? Uh, uh, how can I find out more about the essay inside okay. her apartment? You... Uh, you look through the correspondence and things on her desk, and um, you look through some of the others. Just, there's a lot of magazines and papers and stuff lying around. You eventually find a number of things with names on them that you're looking for. Anton, um, Philip, uh, 
and uh, Sasha. Sasha. Um, the last names aren't there, but eventually you find something that congratulates Magna for being elected vice president of the Slavic Association, SA. Um, and about, let's uh, say, Ingolf is with you. He notices that all of the uh, the Slavic forum magazines are are the it's the magazine of the Slavic Association, and they're seventeen years missing from them. I don't right. know where they are. Um, if you observe the magazines themselves, you can sort of glean what the Slavic Association is. What it is is it was an organization established after World War II for immigrants or, or from, for orphans from Russia um, who didn't know what their background was and couldn't gain access to any records in Russia. So they wanted to find out more about their past. Um, this association worked with the Russian government and so forth to try to get records for children who had been lost and, and so forth. So naturally, they have secret occult exercises. Yeah, very dark. Um, do I, the magazine must have publication data, and that must have an address. That is Dark Sun Publishing. Uh, and the Slavic Association is located at? Black Sun. Let me confirm that I do think that it's in the same building. So it's Black Sun and Dark Sun? I'm sorry, I'm at Black Sun. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same. You can also find out from some of the magazines that the president of uh, the Slavic Association is Anton Mahler. Uh, Vice President Magda Orlova. Um, Secretary, uh, well, you don't get the secretary. Um, there's a few other people that you don't recognize the names. Any Alex in the masthead? I'm sorry. Is that... Anyone named Alex is, is it in the masthead? No. Uh, well, uh, you know, before I go out of the apartment, I'm going to pocket a couple of magazines and also throw some of her stuff back in the suitcase and carry it out. The hospital? Yeah. Yeah, please that carry your, it out of the building. Is that gonna, your intention then? No, go. I'd like to ask the landlady something before we do leave. Um, have you noticed anyone visiting Magda in the last day or two? Oh, just her friends. No. Um, not in the last day or two, but no, no, no. They, okay. they visit her occasionally. Does she seem strange or odd to you? Well, in she's the last an couple odd of days. Woman. Oh, yeah, yes, <laughs> she is um, more so than usual. She says, Well, I don't know a great deal about her. Um, I know she was, uh, she was married and then her husband died. And then she was married, I think, again, or perhaps the other way around. Um, but 
other than that, she's she's uh, she works all the time. Mm. In the apartment, you do find photographs of Magda with that man, Philip. You can see pictures of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also see her in another picture married to somebody else. A wedding photo. Looks like she's younger. All right. Um, we thought she'd been married multiply, didn't we? I think we knew that, yeah. Yes. yeah. Does the incense, um, do I recognize it? Is it frankincense? Is it something Asian? Is it? Oh, no, it would be something. It would be frankincense mixed with some sort of you know, flowery sort of smell. Uh, I want to, you know, of course, there's a there's a candle by the Mary shrine. So that has to go out. And I'm going to pinch out the incense. And if there are other sticks of it nearby, I'm going to pocket a couple. Not the that incense, they helped her. Incense, there's not, it's not sticks. The incense burner looks like this. And there's a little coal inside with, with the incense on top of it, and it would burn. Um, but it looks like it's mostly gone up by now. Little pieces of incense, little, uh, it looks like Crip Frankincense or something like that. Well, Oops. I will be honest. I don't want to go anywhere near Magda. That is disturbing and. So with that, uh, I'm in more inclined to check out this publishing company and maybe make a few phone calls and see if we can find out anything more about this uh, Philip um, Kramer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I assume we're having a little powwow. Yeah, yeah, that was my that intention. We're talking, yeah. Went back on the street. Uh, I, you know, yeah, so I'll go and meet Bonan at the hospital and see. Now, to be clear, you saw the. Of course. Things. And that's why I don't want to go anywhere near her. I don't. That's disgusting. Yeah. And it looks might might be contagious. When the paramedic went to put the. The. Uh, on her arm, I thought she, they were going to burst them. And they didn't. Yeah. So. I see them as a security risk. I cannot, I will not go near them. Right. Not anymore. Uh, so, yeah, let's, um, I'll, I'll go and I'll take the suitcase in and, and check with Bonin and see if she's recovered consciousness. But I don't know that she's going to be able to receive any treatment that's going to help with what's going on. Uh, if, let's, yeah. If you're saying that the paramedics couldn't, see her condition how are they going to cure her of it i don't that's my concern i mean if what we're seeing is some manifestation of something that you know what if we had the ability to see malaria affecting her and they can just give her appropriate treatment who knows but my fear is that she's not going to be able to answer any questions i've I've never seen or heard of such a thing these boils with maggots worms something in them i don't i'm not an academic i'm not a doctor i don't know i've just never yeah i've heard of parasites and you know other parts of the world i haven't seen anything like that before though no and it seemed to cause so much pain 
they're saying some horrible things. So I'll go to the hospital. You'll uh, so uh, we, we have an address for the publisher. We know who what SA is. Mm-hmm. I believe we uh, also know where Philip Kramer lives, according to Magda's. We might even one of these keys book. might work for mm. for Philip's Berlin apartment. Do we want to uh, go our separate ways for a couple of hours and meet later in the afternoon and maybe I, meet at Philip's place? Yes. I am. Uh, yes. I am itching to get at to get at Philip. I mean, his poor choice of words, Eckhart. I was just going to say, I'm just itching. Yes. Well, I, I'll. I would like to, uh, since since we're all going to end up at at Philip, and that's uh, where I want to go. I'll hold off on just going over there now, because um, I, I I'm damn sure he has something to do with our condition. Um, I don't, don't think you, it's from Magda. Why don't you go to this Black Sun Publishing? You you have something of a cover, yes. You could say you're a prospective author or something. Well, that's that that's true. I will uh, I will yeah I will try to uh, find this Black Sun Publishing. Um, that seems that's a that's a good idea. Right, and you saw the the boys that were with Philip. Yes, I would be able to recognize them if they're if they're there. I have. Of of the names Sasha, Philip, and Anton, only Sasha remains a mystery. So uh, I have a feeling they're going to. This Sasha might be with this Black Sun Publishing, but we'll see. Yes. Are you comfortable doing that alone, Ingolf? Yes. Like yes, I'll be. Okay. I'll be fine. Okay. I, 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 I wouldn't imagine a, a publishing house to be a. a <laughs> place of dire consequences but then again i didn't think the golden plaque awards would be either yes. Ingolf, just be careful please yes i'll i'll be very careful i'm gonna go make some calls see if i can figure out anything more on philip kramer i don't i don't know anything about him that is a good call okay So, Professor Bonin, as you are with Magda in there, and they are, um, they are trying to save her life. Um, they are struggling. They're saying that you know we're losing her. Um, she is. Uh, uh, we've got to get there quickly. Um, you can see that it's almost as if uh, I, there's a few of these pustules. These. Um, boils on her body that um, maybe because of the way they're handling her, they're all over her there. Um, some of them are bursting a little bit. And when they do this yellow ooze is coming out, but the, the, the paramedics don't seem to notice it. Um, you get to the hospital and they take her in immediately to the emergency room. And uh, you are you are kind of shuttled into one area uh, where you, you have you can see what's going on. They're taking her in to examining her. There's a large metal table. They've put her on that, and they're 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 doing it. And uh, about this time, uh, Dietrich arrives, and uh, you're in a different area than he is, but he can sort of see you through the things. There's an announcement over the. Uh, 
over the PA, Dr. Uh, um, they, they call for a doctor. Uh, she comes uh, running down the stairs and uh, she goes immediately through the doors to the ER. And as she does that, the, they, they kind of stick and they stay open so that uh, both of you are seeing them working on Magda. Um, now, as you're watching, and they are doing their best, they're, they're working frantically to try to save her. You can see the little blip, blip going, and it's getting more, more violent, and it's starting to fibrillate, and uh, you think that they're going to probably do the paddles to get it from, to stop fibrillating, and they do all that. As you're watching these little pustules on her body, they start bursting. And, and as they burst, these little grub-like worms uh, start crawling out. And uh, they, they crawl out onto her body. And they sort of rear up like little... Uh, like little lions, and uh, as they do, their their mouth parts sort of open like this, and a sound comes out. It's like it's like fingernails on a blackboard singing uh, Handel's Messiah, all off key. It's it's insane the sound, and nobody seems to be reacting to it. Um, she starts convulsing and. Uh, we're losing her, they say, and after a few minutes, she goes limp, and they're still working frantically on her, but eventually the doctors says, well, we have to call it um, time of death, uh, the time, and uh, they start to uh, pull themselves apart, uh, pull their you know, clothes. You can see also that some of the worms are now eating Magda. Uh, and as she, uh, as the doctors and so forth start to move out of the room, Magda suddenly begins screaming as she's lying there. And the doctors all stop what they're doing and they immediately rush back. They don't understand because she's dead. And they, they do a few moments of work, but after 30 seconds or so, she goes limp again and they're like completely dumbfounded, but they still don't seem to be able to see any of what's gone on. And these these grubs are falling onto the floor and they're still doing this very strange screeching noise. Um, they see you by this point and they're like, no, you shouldn't be in here. You know, we need to, uh, uh, take you out uh your family friends yeah, hi, I'm, uh, I'm sorry that was so terrible we need a moment outside forgive me please uh, come out we, here we, um yes yes um hurrying off uh with with dietrich um we uh we, we need to get one of those things Whatever they are, no, no, no one will will believe it without evidence, and 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 we we stand no chance of figuring out what they are without evidence, and and someone 
must be able to find someone somewhere who can tell us something about those things and where they come from and how she was infected. And I, I don't know what's going on here. It's some sort of cover up. You don't, you think we can actually put one of those in a jar? No one, they can't see them even. Well, we, we can see them. I mean, if we can see them, then if, if we can see them and they can eat Magda, I can't believe I just said that. But if, if, if they can interact with her body and eat it, then, then surely that means that we could pick one up and put it in. in um, well, there must be some sort of container around here. It's a hospital, for goodness sake. There'll, there'll be a, a sample pot or something. And you don't mind giving the hospital your name and claiming to be a second cousin or something? I, I, I don't think about it. I mean, they can't, they can't see these things, can they? I mean, it's... it's, it's... No, but you'll look funny nicking a you know why can't they why can't they see the, they 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 must be pretending they can't see them there's, there's something going on here there's some I, sort of some sort of insurance thing i think uh i envy your pragmatism but i think if they had seen them they'd have been screaming and running away from them and they couldn't have operated while that screaming was happening so close to it. Well, look, let's 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 not let's not skirt around the issue. Let's 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 cut straight to the chase. Something very odd is happening. Yeah. And something very odd has been happening since Hamburg. Yeah. Those things crawling yeah. around in there are the nearest we have to physical evidence for what, whatever it is you wish to term this phenomena, okay. phenomena or, or set. So I'm, I, 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 I don't it. know. what I, I, I have my suspicions, but I, I don't want to say it out loud. Yeah. But I, I think, take up my cigarette pack and I shake my cigarettes into my pocket and I give him the empty pack, little flip-top jobby. And I say, I, you know, go and say that you have to say goodbye to her before they wheel her off and, you know, cry and try to grab one, I guess. I don't I want shall, to I shall do just. I shall do just that. I shall, I shall play the, 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 the distraught old man. Right. For all I what, can. And, what happens and, and actually... Get to the body. Well, what happens actually is this. As, um, as you go in to collect, your sample. Um, another doctor comes in and an orderly, and they're going to take her to the morgue. Um, uh, I, excuse me, you're, you're not supposed to be in here. Uh, you family? Uh, yes, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I, I, I hope you'll forgive me. I, I just, I just need need a moment with her. But what? What are you doing there? He he has a very strange look on his face at what you know you were kind of halfway in the process of getting something. It's like, uh, well, um, we need we need to take the body. Uh, please say your goodbyes and uh, 
and said if it continue. Uh, um, five, well, I'll, five. I'll try and scoop one of these things into the cigarette packet and, and then say, well, a, a, a very a genuine and heartfelt goodbye to Magda, who's, of course, a friend. And uh, once you've done that, uh, it says, all, all right. Uh, thank you. Uh, what's your name? Uh, my, my name... Um, is um, Gustav Weiss. Mr. Weiss, uh, I'm sorry for your loss. And he uh, he takes he they take the body out of the room and head towards the morgue. Um, but you do notice a couple times as he's walking back down down the hall with the, the order, he keeps glancing back at you. Well, I'll, and he's I'll, I'll he's just... making the order like hurry, hurry, quick, quick, quick. I'll 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 you know I'll I'll um, I'll be to retreat. I think. Okay. Um. So you're back with Dieter, and you do have one of the little caterpillar things. The old Dieter Dietrich problem. We'll never Dietrich. do that again. Dietrich. <laughs> Dietrich. Yes. Both you both start with a diet. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we should get out of here before we have to sign anything. Yes. Yes. We. We. I. I. I think that's very a very good idea. The um, that that orderly was um, uh, enormously suspicious. I, I. I don't know what he could do, but um, I, I'd rather not find out. It wasn't actually the orderly. It was the doctor that was suspicious. Um, was he a doctor? He's so young. I mean, it's, it's so difficult to tell these days. They don't wear proper uniforms anymore. It's not like the old days when they wore a white coat and a stethoscope. I mean, they're all wearing these green things now. I can't tell whether they're cleaners or heart suit. Carry on. So uh, you guys are making your way back out of the hospital. And... Hospitals are interesting places. You're walking down the walk, the path coming out of the, the hospital. Um, the parking lot is there. Um, you're, you're halfway across the parking lot, and there's a, another door on the hospital down far, the part of the, you know, probably maintenance store or something like that. The maintenance store opens, and that same doctor he comes out and he's looking around the parking lot and he sees you and he immediately starts uh, moving in your direction going waving his hand hmm. I don't uh, just 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 a moment of your time sister um, yes. Um, Can I help you? You, you. I, I don't know how exactly to say this to you, but what were you doing in there? You, 
you collected something. Yeah? Collected something. Um, well, I, I just I, I just had this in my hand. And I just turned the cigarette back in. Um, did you notice anything unusual about your friend? Anything... I think Any I'd like to try to read this doctor. Unusual condition. Okay. It's, uh, one. Uh, 12, 13. Ask the question. Um, So what the questions, none of the questions that are, um, does he, do I, is my impression that he saw worms? Does he see, did he see something that the others didn't? Your impression of him is that, um, yeah, I mean, well, at least he seemed to see what Professor Hines was doing. Um, and did he respond to the cigarette box like there was something in it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like he knows that, that you've got something. But yeah. he says, um, I mean, your, his demeanor is a little funny to read. One is he seems very excited. Um, and at the same time, he seems very, very reticent to say it out loud because Probably other people have told him he's nuts. He's beating around the bush a lot. <laughs> yeah. So as not to appear like he's nuts. Uh, doctor, you... Is he wearing a, a tag? Yeah. Uh, doctor, uh, Dr. Richter. Dr. Richter. Um, Hans Richter. Our friend, uh, his cousin, my friend, uh, Madame Morlova, she was... Um, She's a very interesting and complicated person. She was involved in, I don't know what you would say. Witchcraft? Um, Black magic? Ritual explorations that we don't understand ourselves. Ah, so you do you believe in this spiritualism? Uh, the, um, you know, I have, an in, I have an interest, but I am also a skeptic. So, if you were to describe what you saw, what did you see? Um, something um, that wasn't purely in this realm was uh, consuming her. You, you could see them. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Um, open the um, cigarette box a little, just enough so that I can see the worm thing inside it. Okay. And Are you... then I'm, I'm going to lean that forward and show it to the doctor. Yeah. Since I have some, some uh, bottles, it's the same. 
You've seen these things before? No. Oh. Well, not directly. Um, this is um, this is something I've been trying to figure out for years. Would you? Would you? Do you have some time? I know you might be a busy people. Um, no, I'd like no, to show you no, something. By, by, all, by all means, please. Yes, please do. Right. So you follow him back into the hospital, but let's jump to some other people for a bit. Um, John, what are you up to? And finding somewhere nice and quiet. A, I've got to write up my piece for the uh, for the magazine anyway. Okay. So if we've got a few hours to ourselves, I might well just go home, bang out as quick as I can an article on the uh, on the award ceremony and send that into my editor. And then I'm okay. going to sit while I'm waiting for him to get back to me or our appropriate meeting time for the rest, going through that book cover to cover. Okay. Um, it takes a couple of hours to go through it. It's written by Philip Bramer. And for the most part, um, let's see, he, uh, let's write the book. Uh, it seems to be your fairly generic book on dreams and dream research, but he does seem to have some knowledge uh, that's behind it. Um, one of the pages that's dog-eared uh, refers to uh, that uh, the dreams can be used to curse people, and uh, it offers a number of solutions to that problem. And one page that you find is this. Yep. Breaking curses contracted through the power of dreams. The curse spreads after the victim is drawn into the dream. As the parasitic infection is magical in origin, it affects the victim regardless of their physical constitution. During the dream, the magician can continually diminish the victim's consciousness level to a degree comparable to Jabinik's last phase. Uh, is there a reference to Jabinik earlier in the text? Um, I don't know. It's right out of the book, okay. so yeah, probably some other author. Okay. In turn, the magician gains power equivalent to the victim's drained consciousness. No memory of this procedure remains upon waking, awakening. Once the infection takes hold, it can be quickened through repeated rituals as described above. To break the curse, definitely taking note here, the stolen consciousness must be returned to the victim's dream body. This is accomplished with a ritual modified from Yoruba, seances to expel evil spirits summoned by enemy dream magicians during the new moon uh, guess what i'm looking up in a minute in the calendar the dream magician responsible for the curse is sought out if several magicians are responsible for the curse they must be gathered together as the dismissing ritual must be performed on each person in turn the outer circle make certain those responsible for your curse are located within their temple as this shall provide you the greatest power if not, another location can be utilized as long as it is within 500 paces of their temple. Stone. Under an open sky, face the moon's darkened visa uh, visage. Hold a cup of soot in your right hand and hold a cup of black sand in your left. Begin walking counter to the sun's orbit, visualizing a circle around the temple while sprinkling two lines from the cups. 
sand for the outer circumference, and soot for the innermost. While doing so, recite the following summons. Something unpronounceable in something that looks a bit like Latin. Uh, o, Ogil, Ac, Acrimus, Tu, Fortior, Malkuth, Adnan, Profundior, Cirque, Fundamenta, Secunda, Potentia, Gagiel, Decane, Infectoris. Yeah, definitely some Latin bullshit. Complete the circle thrice. At the end of each verse, call out the name of the magician who brought you harm. If there are more than one, call out each name. With your third eye, visualize the temple as an abyss into which your uh, tormentors shall fall. Oh boy, got to grow a third eye. The second circle. With the new moon's face behind you, place yourself 40 paces from the temple. Hold a copper bowl with your blood in your right hand. Hold a bowl of blood from one who does not carry the curse in your left hand. Walk counter to the sun's movement and visualize a circle as you mix the cursed and pure blood upon the ground. Recite the following summoning. More stuff in Latin. Deo. You don't have to try. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm Latin. Lots of Latin. With your third eye, visualize the circle's interior as an abyss into which your pain shall fall. Step into the circle and seek out the magician or magicians who caused your suffering. The third circle, confront your enemy inside their temple where their power is at its greatest. Complete three revolutions of, uh, around your tormentor, thus creating the final circle. If you have several enemies, complete the circle around them all. Recite the following summoning more latin but it looks like it cuts off oh maybe i accidentally cut it off it's just oh, so it's not like it's not like it's missing in the text it is something else that's correct that, right? yeah oh wait there is a little more it says you shall witness you shall then witness your tormentors receive punishment afflicting them with tenfold the pain and suffering they placed upon you forever freeing you from their curse Man, that sounds like something I'd like to inflict on someone. Magic. Bloody complicated. Okay, but there does seem to be a way to remove the curse by reversing it onto the wizard or wizards that cast it on you. Uh, let's see. Dieter, what are you up to? Uh... Being more and more paranoid, but I probably, as long as Petra was okay with it, probably stick with Petra. Okay. And Petra, what were you going to do? Since um, you're sticking with I you? would like to, and probably Dieter can help me with this since we run in similar circles anyway. I want to get to the bottom of uh, the Slavic Association and Philip Kramer. Um, I have the um advantage streetwise which lets me like use my charisma when kind of trying to tempt goods or services from the criminal sure. underworld so i was wondering if i could maybe you know make some phone calls and i realized that this information is is not going to come at the speed of light like it'll probably be a few days for here back but at least get the feelers out there that this is what i'm looking for and maybe ask Dieter for his help as well maybe he knows some people i don't okay yes 
Um, so you, where do you go back? You probably go back to your sure. headquarters. Yes. Your yes. Yes. Um, uh, you get back there. Dieter's coming with you. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the two of you get back there and <clears throat> you're, uh, you're met by Rolf once again. And uh, as you come in, he like takes a look over at Dieter and he says, you know, is it safe? Yeah, of course. There's definitely somebody looking for you. or Again with the credit checks? Uh, yeah, and other funny little things. Uh, uh, people ordering uh, like your medical records and- What? Yeah. Uh who is who's what there's no names attached to these requests um actually i checked and they're all all the info is being delivered to a post office box oh well give me the post office box maybe i can at least wait for that person yeah what the hell yeah i'll take i'll take yeah, it down something odd is going on something god is going on um We've have you noticed anything weird yeah, a friend of mine. She's um, uh, she's got herself wrapped up in something strange. Do you know anything about the Slavic Association? Doesn't sound familiar no. at all. Yeah, I need to make some. I need to make some phone calls. I I think she's she got herself messed up in some weird shit. Petra, describe the room that you're in. Um, let's the way, see. The way you uh, see it in your head. Sure. Um, it would have to be, so th the front of everything I do is this uh, boutique, but there is a back. Um, and so I would say I would have gathered Rolf and Dieter in my office. So I have office a very nice back. like glass desk with like a blotter on it and a, a, probably a computer now that I think about it. And um, just it uh, very pristine and sterile with, an, with no hints of like personal like effects to it, just well-designed. Like, you know, a, a beautiful piece of art hangs on the wall, a, a very nice potted plant and a large vase stands in the corner, that kind of thing. Uh, bright room, dark room. Bright, I would say it's bright. Is there a windows with uh is it no, on the ground floor no is it on the... yeah it's on the ground floor but no windows no windows okay all right so um there there does seem to be some evidence that you are being followed or watched um or somebody's gathering information on you have, have uh, um <sighs> Have one of the others, um, maybe maybe monitor that that PO box. See if uh, I might do that myself too, actually. But just in case, I, I'm I'm not going to be able to spend all of my time there. So send send one of the other the others. What Jan Johan, whatever his yeah. name was, that 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 one. Um, send yeah. him to uh, monitor constantly, and um, I'll, I'll probably also be by a couple of times as well. I just don't have the time to dedicate constantly to it. Okay. This is odd, Petra. 
so you have you have a computer. Yes, yes. You uh, wanted to find out some more information. So you look up the Slavic Association and uh, get a little bit of information. In fact, it was established um, in 1961, uh, and it was in East Germany to begin with. Uh, its purpose was to assist German citizens born in the Soviet Union trace relatives and locate documents regarding their family history. Um, the association uh, later sort of expanded and became a broad uh, cultural union of Russian-born Germans and uh, Russians residing in East Germany. Uh, There was an office then on Kartenaustrasse uh, in East Germany. Uh, 1978, um, the publisher, Black Sun Publishing, um, a Russian, uh, Russian publishing company, was uh, founded uh, in conjunction with the Slavic Association. Uh, they uh, published materials uh, with the association as well as Russian language literature of particular interest to its membership. Uh, since the wall fell, uh, the association uh, broadened its membership to include citizens of the former West Germany. Uh, currently, there are about 840 members. Uh, Anton Mahler is the president. Magda Orlova was the vice president. Uh, and there are various other members. Is there, could I do more digging? Like this feels maybe like a front of some kind, you know, like is there some, something I could do to like press in a little bit more or make a, like a call to somebody who might, maybe know how to um you don't know who you would call though That's fair. at this point okay. uh, you might have to do a little more well you still want to do a more digging mm -hmm. sure um, yeah you're not going to get much right now you might it okay. might take you a while that's picture i do if if I had contact with some of my old contacts, still I might have been able to. But uh, I serve ties for that life. So it is not ideal for me to be digging back into that life. That's that, that fair enough. Fair enough. What about this Philip Kramer, Dieter? Do you know that you could maybe chase that down? Yes, I'm sure we can. Some more information on him. Are you uh, are you talking about where he lives or just his back? I think I think we know where he lives from um, Magda's yeah. address book. That's but right. Just, you do like, have who, who is this person? You well, know, basically, do a background check. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I will do. All right, yes. security guy. After all. <laughs> are you going to do that on the computer? Or are you going to go Whatever out? Dieter, and... However, Dieter wants to handle that. That's. I will. I will probably go out. And do it from my own. Probably so go back to my place and then contact Petra once I've found. 
Okay. So you're literally going to go and see if you can find him. No, I uh, no, no, no. I, I'm just going to go back to my place and do the stuff okay. from and do my the research from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So you leave and you head on home. Uh, Ingolf, what are you up to? Uh, I'm looking up Black Sun Publishing. Okay. It is, in fact, in the same building as the Slavic Association. And you find that they uh, publish various things in uh, German and Russian, more Russian than anything else. Um, Things that would be of interest to people who are looking for their, their roots. But you do believe that they might be, well, you, you know that they are also publishing some occult literature, uh, like the Dream Book. And is there anything such as like a president of the publishing company, editor-in-chief, submission criteria, what is available for Secrets. Hmm. Oh, wait, here we go. Sorry about this. Uh, let's see, Black Sun Publishing, it's owned and operated by the Slavic Association. So the president would also be Anton Mahler. Okay. Uh, they do have an office that is open to the public um, and their hours of operation. I- I'm going to go pay it a visit. Okay. And I'm going to bring with me some samples of my own work. Um, okay. So we're see how this goes. I'm gonna... All right. So you're on your way over there. Who haven't we touched on yet or lately? Um, Dietrich. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Dietrich and Heinz. So the doctor, um, give me his full name. It's Dr. Dr. Richter. Dr. Richter. It's uh, had a longer makes, name. I think it's Dr. Hans Richter. Makes me feel a little judged. <laughs> he says, um, is this right? it comes this way. And uh, down some corridors you go, and you get in an elevator, and uh, you go down to the sub-basement and uh, come out. Everything is uh, not so nice as the rest of the hospital. It's a little, it's, everything is cement. There's a red line on the wall that sort of 
follows you along as you as you go. Uh, and she says, uh, "This is here's, here's a morgue. Um, come inside." And when he opens the door, um, you can smell formaldehyde, which is not not very pleasant. Um, you can still smell Magda's perfume. Uh, she must have tried very hard to cover up what was going on to her, on with her. You come inside, and uh, her bot. There's maybe it's, it's a big room. There's maybe ten metal tables. There's a lot of equipment. There's very bright, harsh lights. Uh, Magda's body is uh, lying on one of the tables, and uh, you can see that there is this. There's these rubs on her that are, uh, it's, it's almost like they're, uh, it's like a little choir of, of like I see fingernails on a blackboard. Um, and you can see the doctor kind of flinches too. Uh, he, uh, he immediately comes and he says, now you, you can see them. I've got some in the jaws over here, you see? And he points. Uh, he, throws the, he throws a blanket over her. And you can see the little worms wriggle underneath uh, the blanket. It's, it's, it's not really my, my field. Uh, do, you, do you have any idea what, what they might be? Or Well, uh, that, is, uh, that is what I want to talk to you about. It's, I, I can't discuss this with anyone here. Nobody seems to be able to see it but me. But the first time that I ran across this it was in a, in a book that I was reading. Uh, uh, it was it had to do with uh, right after the uh, World War II. Uh, there was, um, uh, yeah, let, let me show you. I mean, it's a book. Let me go get it for you. And he goes into the other room and uh, comes back with actually two books. And he says, uh, this one here, uh, it's once written in Russian. I don't know if you speak or read Russian. Uh, oh, but, yes, yes. No, oh. I'm not bad. Well, this one's written by Valentin Lubimov. Um, he says, I, I first encountered these sentences in this old medical literature. Uh, it describes Russian soldiers after World War II uh, and uh, they were diagnosed with what he called intestinal worms. But judging from the description, it was something completely different. Uh, uh, it was not intestinal worms at all. Uh, and he shows a picture in the book of a couple of Russian soldiers uh, that have what looks like exactly the same thing that Magda has. Uh, and he says in this book here, uh, uh, that book, by the way, was uh, Valentin Lubimov's uh, The Diseases of War, A Pathological Overview. Uh, the other book is by Antony uh, Toprov, uh, The Curse of Diseases. Uh, it's an English book from 1922, and uh, he shows you more pictures of people covered in the same kind of boils. Uh, this is a book about curses, black magic, as it were. Uh, there's a detailed clinical description of the disease's progress, 
I noticed similarities to Lubimov's descriptions of the disease. Tobimov um, witnessed the infection in Leningrad before the 1917 revolutions. Uh, in his book, he claims it was caused by a curse which can be dispelled by magic. He claims a witch uh, performed the ritual to inflict these symptoms. And look here, you see, uh, a powerful acquire, a power acquired from the suffering, the suffering can later be utilized in other magic rituals. Uh, be, that as it may, be that as it may, this shows that this parasite, whatever it is, existed in Russia. Now, your friend, Magda, she was Russian, yes? Yes, yes. Well, I'm certain that this is a rare parasitic infection, uh, which only inflicts certain patients who suffer from something that I call uh, Harold syndrome. Uh, it's a rare immunodeficiency disorder. Uh, the immunodeficiency isn't dangerous of itself, but it opens the door for certain parasites. Uh, I, I have to conduct uh, more experiments on Magda um, to see, you know, if if my hypothesis is correct. Um, when do you I, think that she was infected? Doctor Richter, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, the other the samples that you have, the personnel here in the hospital think they are empty. Yes, they don't see anything. Uh, they know that you have empty jars on a shelf, and they think. Well, I have a lot of empty jars. Yeah, they don't. They don't yeah. seem to notice, and they don't and, come down here very often. And when you see, uh, in the case of uh, our friend Magda Orlova. Um, some did they all come down with her? Did they stay on the? On the... I think uh, some of them seem to have fallen off, but they don't. They don't seem to linger very far from the body. Uh, my guess is the one that you had in your thing would have disappeared at some point. It may yet, yeah. Um, They'll all disappear eventually, but. So they evaporate, and and this situation with Magda, where she seemed to revive momentarily, hmm. that's unique in your experience. Well, I this is really the only first time that I've seen this in person. Oh, you only see them on the bodies, not in the after they. You only see them on the corpses, not on the subjects. Well, no, I've never seen this before in real life. I've only seen it in medical literature. But in the jars? Well, well, that's from her. I, I collected those as soon as... Uh, oh, as you were just came. ahead of us. I see. I didn't understand. <laughs> then I ran, out, I ran out to find you. I I to, do, either of, do either of your books um, speculate on, on why it is that some people can't see these things? I don't know. I don't know why I can see them for some reason, um, but I don't seem to have been affected, and I've definitely touched her. No, and you don't have Russian ancestry. I mean, you have you. It it may be that 
well, if you if you wouldn't mind, I could do some tests and we could see if if I can draw any conclusions. And when he says that, when he says that, you notice him looking, yeah, like at your neck on the side. And um, Uh, I, I do not object to your drawing blood, but we will have to be anonymous. Oh, of course. I mean, nobody needs to know this but us. But I might guess that you are in the first stages of infection, both of you. We believe that, well, we had uh, contact with Madame Orlova for the first time in some time, uh, just on Saturday in Hamburg. But, uh, um, after a long some, absence. Let me draw some blood. I'll check and see if there's a commonality, if, if you are in fact infected. And uh, um, it's just the two of you? No, there are a few others. Oh. And some who may be in more advanced stage. Uh, well, I, I have to tell, I mean, I, I can't say that I know of anything to do um, to assist, but you would definitely be assisting me by allowing me to study you, study what's happening, study the stages as they progress, if they do. I mean, it sounds rather gruesome, but, uh, you know, medical... Well, I'm, I'm not agreeing to anything other than a, a small blood draw now. Um, and we'll take your information rather than give you ours. But it, it, may, it may be useful for us and for others. I certainly, having seen the way that Magda went, I do not want to follow. Do you, do you have any idea when she was infected? Uh, we, ha- I think, uh, uh, cousin, we agree that it, she came back to Berlin seemingly healthy, and when she left Berlin for Hamburg, she was already sick. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps well, she, wasn't, she wasn't displaying visible symptoms of, of this um, when we met her, though. Oh, she was covered up. Mm. Yes, and, she, was, and- she was covered up and and her friend in Hamburg said that she looked sickly when she arrived. Uh. Well, if we go by some of the stuff said in these two books here, it, the, the progression of the disease, disease can be anywhere from two to six months. Um, they didn't know of a remedy. Uh, Top, to, Toporov suggested there must be some sort of magical means. Uh, I'm, I inclined don't to, I'm inclined to agree with him. With, when you're dealing with something that, I mean, for goodness sake, these, these, these things seem to be um, uh, in, invisible to some people, at least. That, that's yeah. that's yeah. outside the bounds of the normal. Well, I was trained as a medical professional and a scientist, but I'm inclined to believe, yes, it's, it's something... That must be like magic, a witchcraft. You didn't piss off a witch or anything, did you? 
and somebody affected her. So somebody has cursed you all. I don't know who, and I don't know for what purpose, but perhaps I shall do my medical research and you can do your magical research and see what we can come up with. Do you know, uh, Magda was trying to arrange the purchase of a Russian text that was hard to come by. Um, so perhaps she was trying to solve this on her own. Curious that it came from the East regardless. Uh, yeah, uh, please, uh, Herr Dr. Rechter, if you'll, if you'll draw our blood, we have um, yeah. other matters. Uh, and we'll take your card and... and um, Everything will remain in, in confidence. I mean, I myself don't want people to know. Yes, that, uh, frankly, uh, if it weren't for the fact that you would seem like a lunatic, I would be afraid to subject myself to your science. But uh, I assure you, I have a medical degree. It's over there on the wall. It's written in crayon. <laughs> oh, yes, so, I see. It's, it's, it's under the sign that, oh, so it confirms that you, you, you do not have donkey brains. It's true, yeah. Oh, that's smart. It's done by my five-year-old nephew. Um, so he draws blood. Is that a real Miskatonic University metaphysics degree? Or did yeah. you buy that somewhere? No, no, no. I... I I studied very hard. Uh, I've read every evil tome there is. <laughs> All right, we're getting I, all I, I was. I, I, <laughs> I must. I must admit, I cheated in my metaphysics exam, but that's someone else's joke, and, and I'm, I'm not going to plagiarize it. All right. So you, he draws blood. He labels it. Um, and he, uh, did you give him a phone number where he can call you when he's got results? Oh, no. I'm taking his card. You'll call him. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you leave the hospital. Where are you going to head to? I forget if you guys were all going to get together at some point. We're meeting, I think, at something like four by Philip's apartment, which we all know the address of. Okay. I assume that any time between now and then, uh, Professor Boner and I will be spending at a beer garden. Okay. Trying um, not to scratch. In golf, uh, you pull up in front of a building. Uh, it, uh, oh, there we go. Um, it's, uh, it's got a, uh, an interesting sort of logo on the front, um, a circle with, uh, like spikes coming out of it. Uh, and you can see that it's a Black Sun publishing, but it's it's also got a door right next to it that's uh, the Slavic Association. What you like to do? I'll walk, I'll walk into Black Sun Publishing. Okay. Uh, you step inside. Um, you can see immediately uh, that there are uh, like publication samples and things around the room. Uh, there's things on display. Uh, there are newsletters, there are books. And then there is a whole section of occultism, magic, 
and uh, Eastern European politics. Um, as you walk inside, there is a woman behind a reception desk. Uh, she says, good morning. Uh, good, good morning. How are welcome you today? To, welcome to Black Sun Publishing. Um, do you have an appointment? Is there something I can help you with? Uh, I, I don't. I, I've come across a, a number of your, your books and was curious to... Um, to see more of your more of your catalog i'm i'm something of a writer myself and uh thought you had some good uh, material to research for a book that i'm writing oh um what sort of stuff do you write well i i write horror fiction um, ah horror fiction have a uh, your your occult texts in particular um fascinate me well we don't uh we don't do fiction um most of ours are translations of other texts or uh, written by members of the association. Um, but, um, I mean, if you wanted to submit something, we could take a look at it and see. Oh, who would I, who would I uh, be submitting that to? Well, it would probably go to either um, uh, Mr. Mahler or, um, or one of the other members of the board. Uh, perhaps Miss uh, Orlova, or or someone. If it's really good, I mean, it, it might uh, it might we definitely consider publishing it. Oh, that is a uh, that's great. And you just have your uh, your cult books right over here. Yes, yes. You can have here's uh, some samples, and here's some uh, here's a catalog of what we have. We also have a uh, wait. Maybe they have a website. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like a kind of a nice place. I want to. I want to see what uh, what books they have in the same vein as the Power of Dreams. Yeah. Other... Nothing. Nothing that really stands out. Just you know. Um, nothing else by Philip Kramer. There's um, things that look fairly generic, you know, nothing really, uh, nothing really that pops out. But if you need anything, you know, uh, if you're sort of looking over the building itself, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's multi-storied, uh, but it doesn't seem to have a great deal of security. Just a receptionist, and who would want to break into a publishing uh, uh, outfit anyway? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll kind of smile and I say, well, I think I have a couple of ideas and I might. Uh... Do you have a card? Are you? Uh... Uh, yes. Um... Are you of Russian nationality or? Uh, no, no, but I have uh, strong ties uh, with with people who are in uh, East Berlin. 
Ah, excellent. Uh, before, uh, before the merge. Uh, excellent. Yes, I actually... Uh, this is something... I, 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 it's one of the... Uh, short stories of mine was inspired by Magda. Uh, I've met her on a number of occasions. Oh, Magda Arlova. Yes. Yeah, she's uh, our vice president. So you've met her? Yes, 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 I. Um, yeah. She's not in today. Um, but uh, if you leave your, your card, I'll be sure and pass it on. Tell her you were here. Yes, well, and if she's not available, um, here, I'll leave you a, a sample. Um, so I'll leave her a copy of my short story collection, Heartbeats. Okay. And mark the story, The Tracks in the Snow, and leave it um, with my card and say, I think this might be of interest. It was inspired by, by a story of one of your members and... Uh, uh, loosely, of course, but uh, it was the inspiration, and you might be interested in it. Okay, cool. Um, some of the publications, some of the new publications that are on display, um, there are eight new titles. Some of them are Through the Heart of Darkness, uh, A Journey Through Death, The Angel of Pain, Messengers from the Underworld, uh, things like that. Uh, the other, it says the other two releases are political and economic analysis of the current situation in the former Soviet Union. Uh, the Angel of, of Pain will be interesting once I've heard some information that I don't have at the minute. <laughs> I think so. Uh, now, well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I'll take the catalog with me. Um, okay. And off you go. Off I go. All right. Was there anything else before we, we sort of get back together again? All right. Did Dieter's research come up with anything before he met us? That's a good um, point. I did full background check like I do on most people when I... Um... Who are you background checking? Uh, I forgot. Philip, Philip Kramer. Philip Kramer. Um, you don't find much more. You find you find some old articles. Uh, the man was definitely uh, uh, an artist. His work was rather postmodern and kind of weird. Um, then he got heavily into drugs and alcohol. He went into rehab a number of times, uh, and eventually. Uh, sort of got in with a, uh, a Satanist group and eventually um, kind of took over control of that. Um, and you're not quite sure, but it after that, it doesn't really say much. Um, he just seems to pop up here and there. And he's... He's more of the spotlight these days. Well, and he's considered, yeah, he's kind of a has-been at this point. Is he from Berlin? Do we know that? Um, he's been in Berlin most of his life, but uh, the indications are that he's probably Russian. Um, 
after I've done that, because that wouldn't, I would probably end up getting to his place before everyone else because I'd be sat okay. watching. Observing. Oh, that's right. You guys were going to head over to his house. Yeah. Um, all right. Dieter, you do and observe the uh, situation. Yeah. What's going to in your, in your car across the street waiting for everybody yeah. else to show up? Uh, I think that's a 14. Okay, you can ask one question. Okay. What is being hidden from me is probably... Okay. So you're sitting there, and um, this actually looks like a small cottage. Um, you're sitting there, and it takes you a while to figure this out, but um, you're sitting there. You notice a car pull up in front of it uh, and a man get out. Uh, he's in a business suit, um, and he has a briefcase in hand, and he goes inside. Uh, but it didn't look like uh, Philip Kramer. Uh, you see him go inside. The lights are on inside. Um, and after a few minutes, you can hear what sound like uh, clinks, like clinking dishes and things. And in the, the, the front window is open. Uh, it's a big sort of bay window with curtains, but the curtains are yeah. open. Uh, you can see him sit down uh, to a table. He's taken off his jacket and a woman starts serving him food. Um, but before he begins to eat, you see two little children come running down the stairs in the inside and they run up to him and the woman gets them seated and she starts serving them food. And then they all start to sit there and they're eating dinner. And just about the time you notice somebody else uh, in the group pull up to join you, you begin to realize this, this isn't Philip Kramer's house. This is some guy got home from work and he's just having dinner with his family. So whoever arrives first, I don't know who would arrive. Will it be? Probably Petra. Anything? Uh, I think we have been played here. Uh, or it might be an older dress, but I have been sat here. This is just a man sitting down with his family to eat tea, to eat food. It just seems like a family home. Seems to be no sign of Philip. Strange that Petra would have her own address for him in her address book. Possibly um, older dress? I think I see the others. The wrong Maybe. house. It's not him. I'm thinking older dress. Maybe uh, oh, that was something we missed. I don't know. Sometimes people hide things within. It does look like the house may have been recently repainted. 
like maybe it's sold and re or resold sometime in the last year or two. So old house is a good bet. That's not surprising. Well, uh, if we go by what Adler said, she uh, Magda came back here. Things got bad or worse. She fled things, including Philip, yes. up to Hamburg, and then Philip shows it up Hamburg. Maybe he. Well, Dietrich, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Philip had a smaller hidden place going by this Satanist background he seemingly has accrued. Ingolf, did might... you find anything at the publisher? You, you guys are all in your, out in the front of this house by your cars. Do you want to go somewhere more? Yes. Let's, yes. Yeah. Yeah, once we've all like collected, to... we should, yeah. Just a little bit more private. Where would you like to go? Dietrich, is your bookshop closed? Perhaps we could just gather there. Uh, it, it doesn't, it won't close until six, but there's a mm-hmm. back room and we can be private and I can make coffee. Yeah, that's, that sounds fine. All right. And I can look for, I can, you know, there's some things that I can look up while we're there. So yeah, good plan. All right. So you drive over to Dietrich's shop. It's uh, still open. It's brightly lit in the front. So a few customers inside. Um, and as you walk in, uh, Jacob uh, comes over and he says, uh, Mr. Zimmerman, um, he says, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but we've been getting a lot of weird phone calls today. Uh, people uh-huh. trying to locate you. People wanting to know where you are. But are there not, numbers? Or- not giving me any information. It's like... It's like they're fishing for something. Well, that's interesting. Uh, accents or no names, anything? <laughs> be honest, it sounds like they're trying to disguise their voice. You know, they're talking. They're talking like this, or well, doing you know, pirate, pirate voices. Or I assume you know when you when you started working here, Jakob, I told you that because we have an occult section, we get some weirdos. But if it's a flurry, that's interesting, for sure. Um, now, you guys are still standing kind of in the front of the, the shop as you walked in. Jacob sort of met you there. Um, I would like uh, Dieter, Petra, John to do a... Um, observe the situation. Eleven. Seventeen. Also eleven. Okay. So you're all standing there um, having this conversation. And um, your shop is, you know, uh, a little dust. It's not dirty, it's, but it's got books everywhere. And so there's a, a measure of dust. And um, Dieter, as you're looking around and uh, keeping your eye open, 
uh, you notice this thin little line of red coming in the front window and being lit up by the uh, by the dust in the room. What do you do? Everybody, get down. Get. And as Dieter sort of leaps to kind of knock some of you down, uh, the front window shatters and um, a hail of bullets uh, come flying in and hit uh, some of the bookcases and books. You all end up flat on the ground. That's where we're going to end it for tonight. Now for the post game. Oh, we should have just done that before I did that, but whatever. I'll cut and edit it. All right, post game. We found out hey, where Magda was. We found Magda. <laughs> yeah, found Magda. Oh. And I think we found out what's uh, happened to make us all ill, or at least got an, in an inkling of it. Mm -hmm. Do we get that if it's no longer like our? I think it was kind of like our quest in the first episode, right? I don't know how that works. Like that was originally kind of a question for us. And then we you let kind of go moved of on. It. Yeah. So it's not anymore. You're not going to get experience. Is that correct, Matt? It's as long as you act upon trying to find out. Because in this case, it's more like investigate what's making us ill. And because it's all tied around a verb or investigate what happened to, uh, what happened to Magda. Ah. So we, we did kind of do both of those. But, my, but I have sort of abandoned what made us ill. Yeah, I gave myself a point for that because we investigated it already and then like moved on to a different hook. Right. And my two for this one were Mary's Magda and what is the odd Russian text? And oh. I have an inkling, but yeah, I think I'm that... The... Oh, right. I'm, I'm looking at my old hooks rather than my gotcha. current ones. Uh, oh. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> We so certainly you, did learn something about what, what is old, but we, we stopped looking at that. But we sure found Magda. There's like a series, there's a series of questions, right? Also, um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna call you John, but you're not John, Matt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. I'm getting the hang of it now. Have, yeah, have we discovered anything new about the truth? I think that's with the boils and the yeah. I think we all get that, but we should do the first first, and also mag uh, magic as well. That there is dream magic out there that we've potentially been hit by. Yeah, we get a point for that. Well, let's yeah, do in order. I, I'll get confused otherwise. <laughs> okay. So all of us had where's Magda, so we all get one for that. Yes. yes. And then individually, I had what is the odd Russian text she was looking for. And I have a theory, but I really didn't do that myself. So I don't think I get a point for that. I think that's a one on that side. Yeah, likewise, I've got fine Magda. Uh, my other one was investigate SA. Uh, someone else did that. So I will, I will ditch that one. Mm -hmm. My other one was find out where what magda's worth to us and i don't i i, I definitely haven't found that out and i'm not sure that i'm going to find that out i'm actually drop that i'm not sure yeah i, I, I guess it's a kind of like what's the nature 
worth what is she worth to us is kind of nebulous i mean i guess it could you didn't expect her to die so it's true um well and i could kind of like retool it instead of what is she worth to us it's like what is how is her what is happening to her like tying into what is happening to us something like that basically but that might be what you want all of us to investigate tom so right and you might as well like cut it so as to free yourself yeah yeah yeah. all right just so you can make one or get yeah Uh, what about you morgan my other hook was i should confront philip and uh showed up to his house but he doesn't live there so you, you tried to i tried but we had the wrong address that's a genuine effort though i mean you did everything in your power based on the last episode to confront him so i think that's probably a point yeah as as long as you attempt it that's the main thing thank you about you josh well yours was confronting the 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 people stopping you right yeah mine is still about confronting the people following your own shadow you you keeping it i feel like now that there's definitely i feel like i can keep it still okay. because i i'm pretty sure that is mm-hmm. i'm going to be confronting someone you have a feeling they're holding a laser pen about now yeah <laughs> i feel like this will be a neat what was yours mick was yours about the dreams um mine was to uh, find out what the dreams mean and i'm gonna go out on a limb here um this is going to need tom's approval but um i think um i think i have found out what the dreams mean in a way because it seems to me that the dreams were an indication that we'd been uh infected with this thing or cursed or whatever's happened to us But, um, I feel like you have all that data from other people, though. We just, I mean, the doctor didn't know, and Magda didn't well, we know. Well, we know that Magda was infected with it, and we know that we've become infected with it. I, and we I, all had this dream at the same time. Well, so I I'm speculating that the dream is in some way connected with uh, the, what, whatever has caused this infection. Well, and your uh, your scooping up of the little worm led you to the doctor who had those books that reference you be the dreams are associated with the curse, or at least the disease is associated with the curse. I find that which was um, so. Your action led to the discovery of a clue related to the dreams. That's yes, yes. I I mean, I'll admit it is a bit of a stretch, but. I think it does have a bearing on it. So I, if nothing else, I am, I am at least approaching the issue. I think that the fact that you're speculating means that you are trying to figure out what the dreams mean. So, yeah, you got it. That doesn't also, mean going that back you to have, the worm. it doesn't mean that you have succeeded yet in understanding what the dreams mean. Uh, yeah, but I do think that in terms of the mechanic, being about moving the narrative in interesting ways. You're going back to grab one of the dream maggots while I just wanted to 
hightail it out of that hospital as soon as possible was a very interesting choice and led to interesting outcomes. But it's, it's, it's a fascinating thing, isn't it? I mean, you can't, at the very least, when you get old, you, you need to start a cabinet of curiosities. And I thought that would be, it might be quite good. I mean, there's just that. And Jeremy Bentham's head. <laughs> okay, so if you are coming up with something new, do we need to cover the three questions to to finish out yes. like the XP round? Yeah. Okay, yeah, do that. So we we did learn something new. Uh, have, XP. have we learned anything new about our characters? Well, so we gave me a point last time for learning that someone was looking into me. So I feel like it's fair to give that to Dietrich this time. Because it sounds like someone's now looking into him. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure. Also, yeah. Yeah. I, I could accept that on. Yeah. 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 I mean, we are, those of us who weren't already paranoid now know that we're under attack. When and you're always paranoid, you always expect the worst. And, and of course, Petra's going to corroborate, like, oh, someone's following me so that's also going to create a big web too so yeah i don't Dieter Dieter just got confirmation that he's not as paranoid as true. he was true so fact, he's, he's going to be harder to deal with in the future now that he's oh i would say that's probably learning something new <laughs> for my care yeah fucking hell i've done it <laughs> what have you done <laughs> I've been fiddling with the, the, the bridge things on my glasses for about uh. the last hour to try and make them comfortable. <laughs> and I've just I've just hit it. I've just I've done I'm there. Not sure that, that counts as learning about uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I'm in the, I'm in this I'm I'm frightened to move now. Real real life just, experience right there. Yeah, this is this is this is oh it's one of those small victories. What's the other question? Uh, have we, we challenge, challenge ourselves? Wait, we no. I actually have a question about the the, the the second one. Wouldn't we have all learned that we have the boils? Is that like new information we've learned about ourselves? Well, you don't know for sure yet. We don't. Okay, I thought I thought we'd had confirmation. Okay, the, never mind. The doctor wanted to test you. Okay. So the rest of you want to go get tested. That's I mean, you might not even know yet because you really yeah, have discussed it. That's true. Yeah. The one yeah. thing that's interesting about this longer form uh, cult for me is that usually we're sort of all on the same basket. And in this situation where we have things to say to each other, it's, a, it's novel in this format to me. Like we have every four hours, we have to catch up in secret and also not seem crazy. <laughs> Okay, uh, so what was the third question? I'm sorry, I interrupted. Did you challenge that. yourself? Have we challenged ourselves? I, I have a feeling that when I try to perform this damn ritual, then I'm going to be challenging myself, but <laughs> not yet. <laughs> that ritual, good. Do you know, I, I think that um, uh, going into an operating theatre uh, and removing a um, quasi-invisible magical yeah. worm oh, yeah that was gnawing on the dead body of an old friend of mine. 
could be could be described as challenging. I would yeah. agree with that. I would agree with that. I think that I want to give uh, Dietrich a challenge point for not fleeing the hospital immediately, let alone sort of reaching out and trusting the doctor a little bit. Which I, I did. I did forget to have you do a roll, hold it together, but. The only thing Dietrich's good at, so. I would have probably, well, I probably would have remembered that or done it if there had been more of you there, but having you all run out would have, you wouldn't have gotten any of that information. <laughs> so now what are our new hooks? Did we get all three questions? I think so, yeah. Okay. We, we can sort out what we can buy because I know I've hit six. Yes. Yeah, so I'm at seven experience. So oh, I would like to. I'm at eight. Right. Ooh. So once you decide on what replacement hook you want, please write in the thing. That's very helpful. You give us one, right, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I don't have a replacement. I'm keeping so, mine. So. I'm, I'm torn between it. There's a couple of of options for what I what I'm thinking about buying. I can I could get my charisma up to a plus four, my soul to a plus three, or I could just uh, go for it and get enhanced awareness. And I think I might want enhanced awareness. What's the threshold, the XP threshold for that improvement? You five. with with five. So with five, I would take okay. the option of buying a new advantage for my archetype, which as an cool. artist I can get enhanced awareness. Very cool. And I think I'm going to I'm, do that because enhanced awareness is great. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to increase my coolness with five. So are we? We're going. We're spending before we get new hooks. No, we should but, probably do hooks. We're we're kind of sticking on the same vein. We should probably do hooks. Hooks, because I'll probably change my mind on what I'm. Thinking. All right, yeah. Dieter's sticking with his, which is confront. Who's yeah? Confront my followers. My general one for everyone will be, who is Piotr? Don't investigate Piotr. Investigate Piotr. Which all you have to do is go, who's Piotr? And then technically you have investigated. <laughs> 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 I believe that's Dostoevsky's first name. Are Ding. you keeping, um, uh, David, are you keeping the, the Russian book one as well? Well, that's a question because it seems there's two things. One is that I don't know yet that uh, SA publishes all these Russian books, um, and that and that the Dream Book specifies this thing. So, and character, I don't know about that. But also, having had my shop just fired upon like that might recede into the distance a bit. Like I've got some sort of more immediate concerns, but I guess we all have the immediate concern mm -hmm. who just shot up my bookstore. Well, can, um, can a dramatic hook be phrased in like not getting my ass shot off? Is that something that a dramatic hook? As long as it's got a verb in there that maybe avoid getting your ass shot off. Avoid getting killed? <laughs> Right, but that's where we all start. The I, I feel like we should all have well, not maybe all. Someone should have the goal of figuring out like 
why, who and or why is shooting at us. I mean, I know that Dieters is to confront the people, but like a whole Those other are thing his is people why. Particularly. Yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm going to set aside, uh, explore the Russian text, but you can reassign it to me if that's what makes sense. No, just, if you, no, you, you get the choice to drop it yourself. Like we don't get to. Well, I'm dropping it, but that, that, but yeah. since Tom's given me one and I have none, gotcha. that leaves one for the group. So it could yeah, be investigate Russian text. Well, um. Practically speaking, I don't know if this is legal for me to say this, but practically speaking, Dietrich, how could you possibly know what she was looking for? I mean, she didn't tell anybody or... Well, I, I had the idea of calling, because we had the phone number for the book dealer in Spain who she contacted, and then just saying, hi, I'm following up on... Uh, yeah, my Honors. friend Magda just died, and she was looking for this book. And I'm curious about what you, what she was asking about. There were, there was a, there was a, sort of a more uh, early 20th century noir way to explore that, but doesn't have to be relevant to this. Um, I'm I'm sticking with the uh, uh, dream okay. thing. Because, uh, frankly, I've invested far too much time in that now, and I'm not going to give up. Um, should we give John something with the book? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if you should be reading from the book at this junction or not. But <laughs> well, I, I did. I did have an idea for one. If people want to uh, go second mm -hmm. it, which was uh, complete a trial run of that ritual, actually practice doing it ahead of uh, ahead of when we need okay. to do it. So like then you should hmm? say so you should prepare for the ritual hmm. like memorizing the latin yeah, or something yeah. to because that seems like a good place to start it, all the actions are if you don't know how to even pronounce the latin properly then you're already uh you know shit out of luck yeah and so, and <laughs> you know and you've got and you've got to assemble all the bits and pieces and um all the ritual baths and the fasting or whatever that go and blood i'm hoping it lays the groundwork for the the section on after five advancements you can you, you may also choose select a new advantage from any aware archetype so i'm thinking potentially later on much down the line getting the dabbler in the occult uh, advantage because that is pretty damn good yeah preparing yes you shouldn't it's very, it's very good for your digestion. I was thinking for myself, confront, confront the the people who are attempting to get all this information out of me, and presumably Dietrich as well at the at the post office, the the post box. Mm. But if anyone has a better idea, you know, lay it on me. I'm open to suggestion. How do you write your your uh, things and also what you're going to upgrade? To. Mm -hmm. And we need to get Morgan. I think Morgan. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have one in that. Hmm. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm gonna just um, uh, set my XP points aside for now. 
let them build up for a while. I'll come back to yeah, I'll come back to them after next session. See what I can do. And who would like to do the recap? I mean, who's going to do the recap? <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm quite happy to do the recap. Ah, uh, that's a good one too. Yeah, you're the, yeah. All right, Morgan, what can we give Engel to look do, into? Do blow by blow on the worms. Where? Don't blow on the worms. <laughs> Something more to do with the bookshop? I don't know. Well, with, the, with the publishing company, what are yeah. they? Uh... Well, and I'm thinking about that too is in my capacity as a book person. Like, can I get a catalog of Black Sun? Not, yeah, not the catalog you have, but like the full published works of the Black Sun. Is that, I mean. Probably, and you're another publisher, so. In, in books, not a yeah. publisher, but yeah. Right, yeah. But then maybe we might be, you know, foolishly redundant in that regard. I'm thinking investigate why the Slavic Association is interested in the occult. Okay. They're, they're mm. publishing, like they're, they're publishing stuff. Like their, their idea is to, you know, dig up records for Russian orphans to find out about their, their mm. past. Yeah. Where no, does the occult fit into that? Why do they spawn a publishing company that's publishing occult material? And, like and Mugdarek stuff. And so Mugd is an orphan, isn't she? She is. Right, so that's the, like the question. If if Engolf wants to open that can of worms, uh, you know, is Magda a subject of this orphan project, and how does the orphan project enter into the world of occult publications? That's yeah, so I guess I would say, like, so investigate essays ties to the occult. Why? Yeah, why why Black Sun? Why Well Black Sun just is such a you know <laughs> jolly candy like name for a publishing company that nobody would feel suspicious of. Who wouldn't oh, no. want to call themselves the Black Sun? What negative connotations could that possibly have? Spiky crown. So does that does that make sense for my for I my host? So. Do you guys for think sure. investigate? Yeah. The, the association between Black Sun and, or the occult uh, essays association with the occult. All right. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that leaves me still wanting. I, thought, I mean, we could do something regarding the the doctor. Oh. Follow since, up. I mean, is that Heinz is that a Bowden. thing? Because it's kind of what you were going to do anyway. Is that still a thing to to say like Maybe. follow up with the doctor? Oh, he's, he's like, if, he, if he goes and does it, that's the main thing. It's now he just gets a mechanical extra out of it. If it's um, if it's acceptable to make a suggestion, um, the doctor has access to all sorts of things, uh, records, um, untainted blood. I was thinking Dietrich's wife, personally, but... Yeah, I, I was like getting a pint out of Selma is going to be maybe better off with the maggots. <laughs> um, okay, so so my second will be liaise with Herr Dr. Richter. 
Excellent. Yeah. I have a question. Uh, the wording on this is confusing to me. I see the uh, advancements are increase an active attribute, increase a passive attribute, increase any one attribute. What is the difference between that third point and the previous two points? Right. Uh, because the previous two can only go to a maximum of plus three. Okay. Um, the one time increase anything to goes to a maximum. Oh, it's a one. Oh, four. those are check boxes. You can do that one time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering where those little boxes were. Got it. Thank you. And then say after five of them, you also then get the option of the ones beneath it. And then after 10, you then right. get the big Got one, it. potentially advanced to an enlightened archetype. Sod's Law says, this is where I purchased my one, uh, the advantage I mentioned in the chat. And then we don't find anything more like that now. <laughs> I'm sure there will be plenty. But... <laughs> I have a feeling you're about to go and create a crime scene. Well, you know. <laughs> we're, we're in a crime scene right now. We're being, shot. we're being shot at. I've got the gun. You know, I've, I feel like with my advantages... I'm going to probably still get, like, completely destroyed. <laughs> My gun will be like this, and I'll end up shooting all of you. <laughs> I, I, I like the sound of enhanced gun. awareness. That, that sounds mm -hmm. good. It reminds me of... Um, we, we had a game of Toon once where one of the characters decided that... Uh, one of the players decided that his character was going to have a new skill he'd thought of called um, DVD Extras, <laughs> which was that um, uh, you know, he, had, he had access to the, the extras menu from mm. the box set of his cartoons. And um, <laughs> this then led to this whole vast sort of um, scenario-destroying tangent <laughs> where he was basically... Um, creating parallel universes, and and that then became oh, it, it ruined the game. That, Very funny, tune. but it ruined the game. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't. There's there's tune. You you don't get to the end of the scenario. It just it just. I I thought it was it's... the only person who ever played tune. Oh, no, I, I I played it Toon's once. Great. Yeah. Uh, it's Doctor Hans Gregor Richter. It's, it's Reichter or Richter? You've written Reichter. Richter. Richter means judge and has only one early vowel. Reichter, I don't think, is a name, but it could be. Um, I'm sorry, it's funny. just R-I-C-H. Yeah, Richter. Richter. I see Petra going for all the uh, NPC-friendly advances. Of course. There. <laughs> yeah, I took forked tongue. <clears throat> you there? Are we almost there? I'm good. That was it for me. Cool. And off into the darkness we shall go. The anticipation for the horrors that have to come. 
Bang, 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 bang. This, this is where I regret taking a minus two in violence. Don't worry. Kill everyone. We'll have to start all over again. Don't worry. I just upped my violence. (laughs) Do you know who else has a minus two in violence? That guy. (laughs) Um, It's actually a good question. Um, Matt, what happens if a character dies in this game? Do we replace them? Yeah, in terms of uh, setting wise or uh, character mechanic wise? Character mechanic wise, uh, they just generate a new PC. You become. Uh... Hi, guys, I'm infected too. <laughs> oh, boy! <laughs> I was on the table next to you, and I realized that I have got this shit all over my body now. Someone has to take Zel- take on Zelma now. <laughs> we need to take on Dr. Richter. He could come in and say, that thing I said about not getting infected, I was okay. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Dieter, Dieter dies. And then all of a sudden this person shows up like at somebody else's house. They'd suspend down and they're wearing night vision goggles. And they're oh, like, yeah. guys, I've been wanting to shot immediately and make a new character. <laughs> yeah, narratively, I, I don't know how that would work, but it seems yeah. it seems a lot more difficult in this game than it would in Call of Cthulhu to bring in somebody else. Right. But because you guys don't like share your information with the outside world. Well, yeah. But also the way you get damaged here is very different. Yeah. It's true. You can you can be in an explosion and you know only slightly go up the scale of stability or down. All right. Wait, the uh, take taking major and critical wounds, though you you have to take a fair amount before you uh, before you actually keel over and die. Okay. All right. Well, that being said, let's end it there. Our players included Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Holly Buto, uh, Morgan Llewellyn, Josh Harwood, and Mick Swan with yours truly as the keeper, as the game master. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows, free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe. Aha. For uh, another adventure into the strange and terrifying world of cult, divinity, lost role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Good gaming.